When you're driving, speed bumps force you to slow down. Some are big, some are small. Regardless of the size, they can really mess up your car if you go over them too fast. In this go, go, go world, society tends to have a negative view of speed bumps. But in my opinion, they don't have to be a bad thing. We all go through speed bumps in life, such as getting married, a spiritual awakening, having children, changing jobs, a trauma, and more. In this podcast, you will hear the various speed bumps that people have encountered and how those experiences have shaped them into the person they are now. Because every story has speed bumps, and that is what makes life interesting. everyone. I wanted to welcome you to another episode of Speed Bumps. And today with me, I have Catherine. I actually met her. I was on a all women's retreat for women who had, I think it was just upper limb disabilities, limb differences, whatever term you want to call it in Utah in September of 2019 before the world went crazy. And we have stayed in touch ever since. And I'm super excited to have her on. So thank you for being here, Catherine. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. So I always ask everyone before we get started, tell me two things you love about yourself or two of the favorite things about yourself. Oh my gosh. That is such a hard question. Two things I love about myself. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, I, I guess I don't want to say like my personality, but like, I feel like that maybe like, yeah, who I am as a person. Okay. It's taken me forever to, to love myself, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I'm at a point where I accept myself. Um, but that's pretty much taken me until, uh, the age of 26 to hit. So I think if that counts as something. No, absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) What's one more. The reason I asked this question, the reason I asked this question is I bet you, you could tell me 20 things you love about your fiance. A (laughs) hundred percent. Right. But it's so hard sometimes for us to tell the things that we love about ourselves. And so that's yeah. why I asked the question. So yeah. I'm going to give you a pass for now. Okay. And if, you, and if you think of one in the middle, you can totally interrupt me. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> so you are, yours is congenital. So you were born with your arm, correct? Yes, that's correct. And does it, for those obviously who can't see the listeners, is it your right or left arm? It's my left. And does your arm stop above or below your elbow? I would say at. At your elbow. <laughs> I okay, really so don't know. Does I it, does it bend at all? Like I have, I feel like I have, it's literally at, so I don't have anything past it. Okay. I don't know. Do, do what do you call it? Like, I feel like a lot of people call their limb difference something. Like I call mine, my fin sometimes. Like do you call, what do you call yours? <laughs> Um, I just call it my little arm. Little I've always arm? called it that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know, no, I know some people call them like a nub or a nubbins or, um, <laughs> like all these like crazy names that people come up with. I know there was yeah. one person, I forget what it was, but they literally named their arm, like an, another human name, like George or something. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, George is this. And I'm like, okay, that's just, oh. that, that's, a, that's a, a little weirder than normal. Right. Than most. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, I I feel like little arm, my nub, nubbins, fin, those are like the more common ones. Yeah, exactly. I feel like fin kind of came from like Nemo, which like I was born like before that. So like, I didn't like switch up the name as I got old, you know, like I already had what I was calling it when I was, when my parents had me, I guess. Yeah. I remember I always called mine, my little arm, but then they had taken an x-ray at one point. And because I don't have a thumb on an x-ray, it looks a lot like a fish fin. Oh. And so I was like, oh, it's a fin. And my mom, like, <laughs> she got kind of offended by it. And she's like, no, it's not. And I was like, but it kind of looks like one, like, right? Yeah. And so, and that was right around the time that um, like Nemo and that project came out. So mm-hmm. I just kind of stuck with fin after that. That's really cool. I like that. So you are also a model, correct? Yes. Yeah. And you're actually doing a fashion show tomorrow. Yes. I'm very excited. Um, it's Indiana fashion week. So very cool. And is this your first time walking in that? Um, it's going to be my second time. They had me last year. Uh, so I'm super excited that they invited me back. (laughs) Is the Indiana fashion show, is it for everybody? Is there specifically for disabled people? Um, it's for everybody. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea how a fashion show works. Like, is it like multiple outfits? Is it one outfit? Do you get to know the outfit beforehand? Like I have lots of questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, it depends how many, like, I guess designers want you to wear their clothes. Okay. Um, so for tomorrow, I only have like one outfit. Um, they will show me it in the morning and then just throw me into hair and makeup and I will walk in it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So how long have you been a model and what, what made you want to do that? Oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> I've been modeling since I was 19. So uh, kind of in the middle of college, I'm 26 now. Okay. Um, I started off freelance and I actually got into it because of my disability. Um, because there was like a local clothing brand that this guy was trying to start up on Instagram. Um, and he reached out to me and was like, Hey, like, I'm really trying to push like diversity. And I really, you know, love self-love and I think you emulate that. Um, so would you take a few pictures in my shirts that say like, love yourself? And I was like, sure. So (laughs) yeah, I've never, I never thought of myself as a model before that. Never, you know, I, I never saw anyone that was limb different in general or, any kind of disability, um, in the media. So it was like so weird. Was the retreat that we went to the first time you saw someone who like looked like you? No, there was actually, um, a boy in my kindergarten class. Oh yeah. I, um, so I am from the suburbs of Chicago. Okay. Um, so I went to the, like Chicago Rehabilitation Institute, which is now the Shirley Ryan Ability Lab. Okay. Um, and they were able to connect me when I was really little with people um, that had limb differences that were like my age um, and stuff like that. But at some point I did not want to be associated with that anymore. And I just kind yep. of like wanted to be like, quote unquote, with normal kids. Yep. Um. And I believe they lost a lot of funding for their programs for that. Cause like we used to have like a Christmas party and like see Santa, but they stopped doing that. So I feel like it just kind of like 
was another program that's supposed to bring us together, but that kind of just like fell through. Um, but yeah, I, I have met people but then you don't see them often. So I feel like, yeah, 2019, um, 2017, even when I joined, uh, she lift initially was kind of like the first time and it was scary. Um, cause I hate being stared at, Yep, <laughs> which just comes with going out in public. Like I'm always self-conscious of what I look like because people are going to double take anyway. Yeah. Cause people do that and they're weird and care about people that look different than them. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Um, but then being with a group of people with different limb differences, it's like, oh, people are super going to double take. They're like, really just going to be like, whoa, like, what are those people all doing? And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. remember. Uh, so I didn't meet someone who looked like me until I was 21, 22, I think. Okay. And then uh, I feel like that's most people. Yeah. Most, many people's experience. And like, I, seen them or quote unquote met them online, but didn't see someone in person with my specific limb disability until I was that age. Um, Yeah. But I was, you know, going to groups and things like that. Basically once I was in college and older, because Mm -hmm. prior to that, I didn't know anybody, uh, thought I was alone. Yeah. I remember going to different groups and if they were in Michigan where I lived, that was fine. Um, but if I had to fly anywhere, there was always like one or two people that would be walking in the airport with, and there'd always be that dumbass that goes, Oh, was well, there some convention in town? And I turn around right. and go, yeah, actually there is <laughs> seriously. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> I remember one time we were going through the Detroit airport Yeah, and I don't have a prosthetic, but right. two of the people I was with did mm-hmm. and PSA was all sorts of confused and because I don't have a thumb when I do like the scanner thing where you put your arms up I set it off every time because it's quote-unquote missing so then the machine is right like you're hiding your something yeah yeah and then they'll come over and like I'm like it's just I I don't have a thumb like it's fine guys and they're like they (laughs) want to pat me down but they're like looking at me and looking at the screen and it's just really awkward every single time oh my god that's do you you have a prosthetic though no um I tried it twice uh and it actually proved to be more difficult for me like I I think that for me personally a prosthetic is very cumbersome heavy um it's easier to not have an arm I don't know how to have to (laughs) so fair enough fair enough I've had people be like oh if you could have two thumbs right now would you and I was like no because I wouldn't know what to do with it exactly like I would be so confused on how to function and like get dressed like I don't know how people do that with two hands so yeah yeah it, it, it just it's bizarre and it now if you've were born quote-unquote able-bodied normal whatever term um and you are in an accident that's a different story right that's completely yeah completely different but we're born we were born this way we really don't yeah. know any other and di- anything different so those right. prosthetics, did you try them as an adult or as a kid or both? Um, both, if you count 14 as an adult. Okay. <laughs> um, I had one in kindergarten and then um, I think just to kind of like try to look like normal-ish, yep. uh, kind of more as like a fitting in thing. And that was um, in the late 90s. Uh, so I was, it was just passive. It didn't do anything except look like an arm. <laughs> 
kind but of. not really because they were darker and just like really like nothing they didn't have anything close to your skin color it was so bad um but then I tried to get a I got one when I was a freshman in high school I don't remember why I think I saw some like videos of some really cool ones online um and people were like oh are you gonna get one because they have all these cool videos of people like opening and curing and pouring stuff and whatever. And I'm like, okay, like maybe that's cool. Um, I remember it was, a, am I allowed to swear? Oh yeah. You can swear. You can say any words you want. I, I don't. Okay. I don't, here. I didn't want to. Yeah. Nope, uh, it was just, I remember it was a bitch with insurance and they like fought us on it. We had to write letters, get recommendations. So my parents fought so hard for me to get the damn thing. And I feel so bad because I just did not stick with it. Um, it was really cool, but it was just heavy and weird. And I would have to take it off for gym class uh, during my day and then put it back on. Um, the amount of people that asked me to flick them off or touch their male genitals um, was alarming. You got the devotees too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But just so- like people in general, they were like, oh, like, I want to see what that's like. And I'm like, why the, f-? like, no. Okay, so for the listeners who don't know, oh, allow me to are... explain to you what a devotee is, because apparently Catherine has experienced them, and so have I. Um, people can have very different things that turn them on, and for <laughs> some people, uh, that is people who are missing limbs, and they will send very sexual messages asking for pictures yeah. so they can have fun with them by themselves, is how I will say that <laughs> in y'all elaborate from there um yeah they're called devotees and they're weird I I think I find comfort in the fact that there's a term for them yes not that that means that there's like a time because obviously there is that we had to give them a name or a term but before I knew what that was like I had just like experienced it and I was like why do people want to you know have photos of me like that or like why are they interested in like that so I don't know. It made a lot of like past moments, I think, from my earlier teens make sense. But yeah, the creepy encounters never stop. I have so many people blocked on social media. And that's why I don't do TikTok because I don't have the time or energy to block people. So yeah. I remember I was in college and I was like working as a cashier in the school cafeteria. And Mm -hmm. uh, there was a guy who was working with me and he was like obsessed with my hand. Oh my God. I have no prosthetics or anything like that. And he goes, yeah, I really want to make you a jewel encrusted thumb, like a crystal gemstone encrusted thumb. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, wow. why? Right. Like, why would you well, want to like, do that? Why would you want to do that? Do you think and, I need it? Like, yeah. And he's like, I just think it'd be really cool. And like, and then I could touch it. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, if you just want to give me the crystals and the gemstones, like that's fine. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, right. I'll go sell them. Like, sure. Like you so want to nice. do that, dude, you yeah, go right sure. ahead. Sure. Uh, but yeah, he, for like a good week and a half, this guy was persistent on making me a jewel encrusted thumb. And finally I had to go to my boss and be like, I don't oh like, I think this is sexual harassment, but it's right. Isn't it? Isn't like I, he wants well, to make yeah. me a jewel encrusted thumb. What do I do with that? Right. Right. But it's like, and then even when you, um, report accounts on Instagram and stuff like that, they don't get taken down. So it's like, no, like I know that this is harassment for a fact, but it's just not talked about enough or accepted. I don't know. 
honestly, I feel yeah, like people are creepy. I feel like just most people don't realize that like there's the creepy guy and then there's like the uber creepy guy that is creepy because he finds your arm or lack thereof enticing. Right. Like that's a whole new level of creepy people. Like being it's a girl really is hard weird. enough. It's, I would say girls with limb differences have it harder personally. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I had like a small instance where, I mean, so I don't like this topic of conversation coming up with like normal people, because then I have to explain like, oh yeah, I blocked a bunch of devotees, whatever. Um, But one time my modeling agent in Indiana, she messaged me and she goes, do you know so-and-so? And I just messaged her back and I was like, no, I have no idea who that is. And she was like, oh, okay. And we, I left the conversation there. That was the whole conversation. Um, lo and behold, I go to his page and he's a devotee. So God knows what he said to her about me or I, I didn't have the heart to ask why she felt the need to reach out to me as to who that person is. Um, but I'm assuming he sent her something creepy, like, oh, like you should post more of like Catherine's arms, you know, like, I just, oh, I don't want to know, but it's weird explaining it to able-bodied people. Like there's so much weird things that you don't think you have to be afraid of or mindful of, especially with kids. Um, yeah. And that's another reason I don't get involved, um, anymore with any disability organizations is because I don't know if they're monitoring that and blocking people because I don't want people to see me I guess yeah I mean and that's really tough because a lot of the organizations they're so big that yeah how, how how do they monitor those things and right I know some of them you know you have to like be a member but I know for a while like people were just joining claiming they their son their daughter they whatever um yeah had a limb difference and they were being let in yep and then it was causing problems like I knew people were like stealing pictures of kids and then posting it as their own on their instagrams yep yeah and like scary it's wild it's sick and it's wild but it's happened like people that I know and so I just I try not to put too many of my arm out there. Uh, yeah. Not that I'm afraid to talk about it or embarrassed of it or anything like that. Simply because you just don't want to be people. sexualized yes. like, in that way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's weird because you shouldn't have to be like scared to post a picture of yourself or like you shouldn't have to think twice about posting a picture of yourself. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, and I'm so torn because like you want to foster that sense of community. So I understand these groups right. at the same time, you know, do you ask them, okay, prove it. Well, how do you prove it? And like, I don't think that's okay, but at the same time, letting anybody mm-hmm. in also isn't okay. So. Right. Cause you can't just like be like, oh, I don't believe you. And you don't want people to feel you know, left out or shut down or whatever, especially if right. they are, you know, new to their child or themselves having a limb difference. You don't want to be like, oh no, but you can't trust anyone. No. And honestly, like I've played with the idea a few times of like starting my own and then things like, you know, what we're talking about right now. And I think about that yeah. and I'm just like, no, I don't have the heart to post people at the risk of their photos being 
yeah, looked at, taken anything and having to block everyone on the internet because I actually had, um, did I tell you I had Caitlin, do you know her? Um, her handle is like Caitlin and her like named Rex, I think. I don't I think, think her name's so. Caitlin Connor. I would have to double check on Facebook. Maybe, She's maybe. super, super sweet. Um, missing her leg, I believe. But okay. she literally, I gave her my Instagram password um, because she like added me onto a Facebook page that you can post devotees in and that you can like make sure you block them. And like, the, I saw this, this person followed me. Um, and she told me like, you have a lot that follow you on Instagram. Uh, do you want me to get rid of them for you? And I was like, that's the nicest thing anyone's like ever done, <laughs> please. So she like logged into my account and blocked everyone for me, um, which was just such a sweet thing to do. So that that happened. She was like, you have a lot. I was like, oh, joy. Yeah, like, that, that didn't make me feel great. But I how really long appreciate have they been you. There? Right? Yeah. How long have they yeah. been there? Yeah, because I mean, I, I joined Instagram um, when it came out in like 2013 or something on the same page. So could have been forever cool yeah yeah and and it's and it to your point you're like I don't even know how to explain this to most able-bodied people because they just think it's crazy or funny and I mean in some ways it is because if you don't laugh you'll cry but at the same time like this (laughs) is absolutely absurd (laughs) yep yeah I I cope with um sarcasm and you know joking and laughing amongst other things so (laughs) So I want, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but I wanted to get your opinion on it. Okay. The people who feel like, so they're completely able-bodied, born able-bodied, feel like they should be disabled. So either they pretend to be disabled or they literally mutilate themselves to physically become disabled. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I have heard of that. Um, and I don't like to be judgmental or disrespectful, but I would classify that as mentally ill. Um, why you would want to dismember your body in any way. Like there's no benefit to doing that. There's no, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. I, I do think it's like a, a mental, a mental illness yeah. to some yeah. degree. Like, I don't want to just be like, oh yeah, you're mentally ill. But like, honestly, it's yeah, just I mean- not especially the people in my opinion that uh go through with that like cutting off a leg cutting like going somehow convincing a surgeon to like amputate your completely healthy leg like right I think that's just wild (laughs) it's disrespectful it's weird and rude and wrong in a million ways like if you were meant to be without a limb like we are or different like we are god would have made you that way um and he didn't so or he'll give he'll put your you in an accident so you end up that way so exactly right <laughs> but it's it, the logic though like why i i honestly I don't, don't get it know. i i don't get it either because it doesn't make things easier like no it doesn't like it doesn't make things like super hard but it definitely does make things hard yeah like you're forced to think outside the box you know, exactly. if you happen to break your little arm, you can't just go into a regular hospital and be like, Hey, I need a cast. Like it yeah. per- turns into a production. Um, yep. and I don't know if you have it, but I have overuse syndrome on my right arm just because I okay. can kind of use my left, but not really. So right. 
like I like carpal tunnel and shit like that in my right hand. Um, Mm -hmm. just because the way it was described to me is if I'm 31, my right arm is like 62 or so. Cause you're using one for both. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't go, I haven't been to the doctor in way too long, so I could probably say that I have some things, but I don't, um, luckily I, I don't think I have, um, too much like overuse. Like I get a lot of like back pain and like kind of random things that I think are directly related to that. And I've, um, like gone easy on myself and not been hard on myself for that. Cause like, sometimes I feel like people don't validate any like physical ailments or like pain when you're younger. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have to like explain to you that I don't want to do something right now or that I feel like I'm, you know, overworked. Well, and just, let's just take the back pain, for example, right? Yeah. If most people are for the most part symmetrical, the weight is evenly distributed on distributed on each side of their body and things like that. When you're missing part of an arm or missing part of a leg or things like that, the muscle mass is completely Mm -hmm. different. So you're going to be slouching one way or the other. And that doesn't mean something's wrong with your spine. It just means, you know, the muscle mass ratio is off. And yeah, but I feel like that's also something in my opinion, a lot of the orthopedic doctors that I've been to don't take into account. Yeah. I know some physical therapists are starting to now with like the really young kids, like the two yeah. or five-year-olds, Yeah, because now the adults like us are going, Hey, you should probably do something you about this start when you're little. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is they just told me like my shoulders are uneven and you know, the muscle mass and everything. And I, and they were like, okay, but I never did like, um, I never had any physical therapy or anything, uh, which I think would have been you know, extremely beneficial, even if it's just like kind of lifting weights on my little arm or doing something because it is fully mobile. So it's not like I shouldn't be trying to develop it. I don't know. Have you tried to develop it? Oh my God. No, I'm so lazy. <laughs> I only asked um, like, yeah, Nick Newell, he's the one arm. Oh, he's MMA cool. Fighter. Yeah. He's I awesome. I see him on Instagram. I follow him. Yeah. So he lives in Connecticut, like 25, 30 minutes from me. Okay. So I've, I've taken a few classes with him and I'm just impressed by the fact that like, for the most part, like, yeah, he's missing part of his arm, but the muscle mass, like in his shoulders and his upper arm seems to be fairly symmetrical. That's crazy. And so I feel like you need tips. He would probably be one of those people that'd be really good. Cause I know he uses like a I think he like strapped something on his wrist. Yeah. Or, or, or his, above his elbow. Like, I don't remember. Um, but it's like some sort of like thing that you, yeah. Like some sort of a aid device, something. Yeah. Band. But it's, it doesn't seem to be like something super high tech, not like a full okay. on prosthetic. It's like just right, like a right, gym right. strap that got repurposed type deal. That's cool. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. What is the hardest thing or the hardest part about having a limb difference for you? Um, the toll that it's taken on my mental health, I think. Um, 
because people have had an opinion on my arm and my body since I was a child. So I, I mean, I always say this. I don't know that I can attribute all of my mental health issues to my limb difference, but I feel like a lot of it ties into being limb different because, you know, depression and anxiety and social anxiety and stuff can kind of, I feel like stem from all the bullying being made fun of, um, that you get when you're a kid. But I really just think it's, I had no self-esteem at all for so many years. Um, exactly. And like, now I'm, I'm doing a lot better. Uh, I definitely still have like bad days and panic attacks and everything. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing a therapist and I'm on medication, but it's just the fact that someone always has something to say and from their lack of education, it always comes out in an offensive way, whether they mean it to be offensive or not. And then (laughs) you remember whatever they said about your arm for like forever. And then on bad days, you're like, okay, cool. I'm an ugly piece of shit. Nice. Love it. (laughs) Like I'm gross. You're right. Cool. Yeah. For me, some of those and and like, now I know they're not true, but some of those things right. like I used to tell myself would be like, oh, you're never going to be able to carry a kid. Like, how are you going to carry a kid and open a door? Like, you shouldn't be a right. mom. Um, right. I was told, I quote, I should never have kids because they would end up just as fucked up as me. That's insane. Like, that's the most fucked up thing someone can say. Like, that's the thing is people have asked me as well like since I'm getting married this year and everything they're like oh like are your kids gonna be like you and Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't think that it's genetic so probably not but even if they are who gives a fuck like I will love them and they'll have a great life they'll do everything normally like there's no it's not a bad thing to have a kid with disabilities like it's not this whole thing like it can be you know medical bills and you know adapting but all it is is adapting well and honestly so like I got that question too like oh are your kids gonna end up like you and I was like I don't know maybe and but my follow-up response to that is but if they are what better person than me because I can teach them everything because my parents could teach me how to tie my shoes like oh my god yeah Exactly. Oh, I was so babied as a kid. And even today by my parents, <laughs> they never, they did everything for me. Like all my zippers, all my ties, all my everything. So, oh, yeah, and a I lot try. of parents today, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. A lot of parents today. Oh, a lot of parents today that I'm connected with on social media that are raising uh, really young kids with limb differences. I, I see them like pushing their kids to do everything themselves. And I love that. I think it's so cute. I'm like, yeah, no, my parents just like kind of took the, we don't know what to do with this freaked out. We'll do everything for her kind of vibe, which I didn't mind, but it's cool to see like parents encouraging their kids. Like, Oh no, you can do that yourself. And it's like, Oh, okay. I, so two things on that one, my parents, uh, still get mad. Like if I try and carry a gallon of milk with my left arm, cause they're like, you're going to break it. And I'm like, I'm really not. Oh my God, yeah. Like, I it, put stuff down. under my arm all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, to the whole parents, you know, encouraging their kids thing. Like, I absolutely love that because my parents did, but also it was very much, yeah, go do that, but be really careful. Right. right. Um, yeah. 
And like, I was like this fragile China doll. They really wanted me to have exactly normal childhood, but you know, what if I break? Exactly. I think part of it too, was my heart. Like it wasn't just my hand. Um, Sure. But the parents who encourage their kids, I guess to live, be normal, experience everything, like don't yeah it's because you don't think your kid can do something whether they're able-bodied or disabled yeah if you go oh you can't do that or I don't think you can or whatever you're already planting that seed in your kid's head whatever you say if you say oh I know you can do it or oh I'm a little nervous either way you're planting a seed and as parents choose what seeds you want to plant exactly and like you said I mean those words, those seeds that they planted, they just stay with you forever and that you have to unlearn them. And it's just so much unlearning and it's ridiculously hard, but yeah, you should, you know, whether or not it's, you know, the best idea uh, that your kid has, it's better for them to see it out themselves and and try to do something and, you know, fail at it than, oh, I can't do that because I have one arm or a limb difference. Like, right. I I never... Go ahead. You never what? I never like participated in like sports that I wanted to, or like went out for anything. Um, And that's something I deeply regret because I see all the kids doing it today. And I'm like, Oh, I was the only one stopping myself. And I mean, I think it was more coming from my parents, like, Oh, like you'll get hurt. You'll break your right arm and then you'll have no arms for some time. But (laughs) Yeah. I regret not doing a lot of things, I guess. So I didn't do a lot of sports. I didn't do any sports, but I think a big part mm-hmm. of that is I was having surgeries from like right. fifth grade to basically the beginning of ninth. Didn't um, you have so, like 17? So I've had seven surgeries on my arm, but 17 surgeries total on other things. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. So I was like going through surgeries at the peak time that you start to get involved in sports. Right. So I never really did that. Um, Yeah. But I think part of the reason, honestly, now parents are encouraging their kids more is things like, you know, Nick Newell speaking out and um, the NubAbility camp. And for those who don't know, NubAbility is a camp where disabled children can go and learn how to do sports. And I think that's absolutely fantastic because a lot of times you're just told, Oh no, you can't. And that's the end of it. And so um, all the coaches are limb different or disabled and you know, the kids are, and it just, I know kids who've gone and they just, they love it. I've never been because I was never into sports. I wish I knew about it when I was younger. um, Cause that would have been something that I would be then I probably would have really, really loved and really like gained confidence from, I'm sure. I feel like it started in the early to mid two thousands. It hasn't been around. Like, I feel like like, honestly it was the mid two thousands because I was already in college at that point. I think when I heard about it and it it was just starting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely different now that there's like so much more social media and like ways to connect and people are like, Oh, like, let's do this, this and that. So it's, it's a different world now. And I think that makes it in some ways easier and in some ways harder yeah. for people with limb differences, but yeah. 
So I have to ask you about the dirty I word and it's not <laughs> something sexual. It's something that, uh, some people in the limb difference community, it's the word inspiration. Um, because a lot of people, I don't know about you. I'm not going to speak for you, but a lot of people have been like, Oh my God, you're, you've been through so much. You're such an inspiration. Yeah. And it's not always for like, like okay, I was hit by a car. I came back from that. You want to talk about that specific thing. Okay. Um, right. But I'll be tying my, I've been tying my shoes. Oh my gosh, you can tie your shoes. You're such an inspiration. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm tying my shoes. Yep. Like, and (laughs) so I call it the dirty I word because I feel like I get put on this pedestal and I just, I don't feel like I deserve to be up there. And it's this really weird, like, okay, well now you put me up there. And so now there's this weird spotlight on everything that I do. And I don't like that. We're all on a weird pedestal it is just astounding the things that people uh say that word like yeah and you initially think that people are coming from like a good place like I've had people call me uh people would comment like oh my god you're so inspirational on my Instagram and I'm like oh okay you know maybe they saw that I got my uh degree early or that you know I went to school out of state like something interesting that I did yep um but it, no, it's literally just like you posted a picture of yourself yeah, and you can see your arm or, but yeah, I've been told that I'm an inspiration for literally the dumbest things. I'm like, I've gone through so many range of emotions of being just like angry at people because like, I feel like it's coming from a place of stupidity or a lack of education or I just don't understand how some people can be so ignorant. Like I, I people are like, Oh my God, it's amazing. You can drive a car. And I'm like, who do you know that drives a car with two hands? Like we're all taught to do that. But like, <laughs> realistically, do you have both hands at 10 and two? No, no. You know? And it's like, people have, you know, said that I'm amazing for existing. Basically. It's like the pedestal. Like you said, it's like, I don't understand it. <sighs> yeah. And I know like, I think it was actually at the retreat that we went to. Uh, Some of us had this conversation and Mm -hmm. there was the, we were encouraged to uh, basically just be understanding and uh, understand that people gain inspiration from different things and have that be that. Mm -hmm. And while I understand that point of view, at the same time, I've literally told people, no, like I'm not an inspiration, um, but you know, like I, I appreciate where the heart is basically. Yeah. And then they've gotten mad at me. Really? Like, what do you mean you're not an inspiration? And I'm like, um, <laughs> like what? I don't really know how to answer you. <laughs> right. Like I, it makes no sense. Yeah. I used to thank people because I thought it was coming from a good place. Um, I don't have like the nerve to tell people like no I'm not like I just hate explaining things I get uncomfortable so easily especially when it relates to my arm yeah um so I think I would just kind of like brush over it or ignore it or be like yeah (laughs) and then think of how silly it is that I'm you know inspirational for carrying something or walking outside (laughs) or I don't know yeah you're breathing and uh pushing a shopping cart and apparently you're an inspiration 
apparently we're like amazing so yeah like apparently i'm a superhero and if i'm a superhero and i'm that amazing i should be making like, people <laughs> should just be giving me money at this point right like i'm such That's an inspiration what I'm saying. <laughs> like, yeah we should exactly. all be rich like we should <laughs> with how much some people think that idolize us i don't know <laughs> we're doing absolutely nothing so i just had a really not a great thought what if the some not all but what if some of the people who are calling us inspirational are devotees oh god <laughs> i mean probably that's probably where it started probably. that's probably yeah and we're interacting i've definitely interacted with these people before oh, yeah. where i'm like oh like thanks whatever but but you know what i want to talk about is the people that take advantage of it and i don't know if it's intentional or unintentional but some people like for the you know followers or the whatever will post videos of themselves doing simple simple things and some of it's genuine like here's how I tie my hair here's how I pour whatever but some people will be like yeah guys I got like groceries today and I carried them and I'm like so like yeah, like and right and they're like yeah I'm being like so inspirational you know I went to do this and I'm like what what I'm like you're just living your life please stop I mean, I can honestly say I've posted videos of me doing stuff, but it's been specifically right. Like this is how I braid my hair. Like that makes sense to me. This is how I tie my shoes. Um, But I can confidently say I've never posted. Yeah, I I carried in groceries today. Like never done. Right. Right. Because you're doing you're posting, you know, to connect to people like for for genuine reasons. Right. Uh, not just because you're into yourself and you want more people to tell you that you're amazing for doing the bare minimum of opening the car door and putting some bags into your car. What's wild to me is I've been told and has nothing to do with my heart simply because of my hand. I could go on full disability for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I'm like, very, very interesting. And I'm like, but, but why? Right. And they're like, well, you could, like, you don't, you, you can't work. And I was like, no, I actually, I can. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I'm actually very successful. I've been to school. I have a job. Like, yeah. Um, no, I don't want disability. Thank you. Okay. Well, you know, you could get it at any time and just be on it for the rest of your life. And I'm like, <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah. It's so strange. I think I can get some, I think I can pretty much do the same thing. Uh, yep. And it's, it just blows my mind because like I've had, you know, I mean, I've worked before. Like it's, I, there's no reason why I can't work. Like it blows my mind. And they're like, yeah, you can just do disability. And I'm like, but for, and that's why I always thought it was a bad word, the word disability, because, you know, but it's interesting because when you read about you know, like, do you have a disability whenever you're going to disclose or not disclose that on like a job application, they literally list everything. They're like, yeah, depression's a disability, anxiety. I'm like, I have like all the disabilities then. Okay. Like I could apparently bank on all of this then. I don't know. Do you disclose on an application? Um, I do, um, for the wrong reasons. I mean, like I've, I've gotten a lot of people say like, oh my God, like, that's so amazing that you, you know, shared that or like, like, I feel like it earns me brownie points. And like, when I'm trying to get a new job, like I want that job. Specifically so, in modeling, correct? Um, 
or like anything? Mm. Just like anything, like I think more in the past when I've applied to like companies and gone to like interviews with recruiters and stuff, um, modeling, I can't hide it because they see all my photos. So you're either going to take me or not take me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, based on my, you know, resume portfolio, my social media, uh, but yeah, it is good to talk about it on my social media and I am kind of pushed, uh, to do that probably more than I would like, um, Cause there's other things that are interesting about me, <laughs> but yeah. See, when I worked in pharma, I did not disclose on applications because okay, I stopped getting, so I, I basically didn't experiment of, there were similar companies, similar jobs, sure, exact same resume. The only difference was that either I disclosed I had a disability or I didn't. Yep. And anytime I did. I never got callbacks or, you know, interviews or whatever. Um, Yeah. And it caused a lot of, like I threw a lot of people off guard. There was a couple of times I basically got to a final interview and they had no idea until that last, they were basically going to offer me the job. Um, Right. Because that's when you meet them in person is when you've already done the phone and and everything. Yeah. And there was one time and I actually was able to hide it until like the very end. Yep. And... I slipped up and I like moved my hand from under the table and they saw and I could read their face and they were in the middle of giving me a job offer and they hesitated. They freaking hesitated. And I was like, I ended up getting the job offer, but like, yeah. In the industry I was in, it was a bad thing. Right. And then you're feeling mortified that you like accidentally didn't hide your self completely. Like, which just makes no sense. Um, but yeah, certain things, I mean, there's so much like, I get, I don't, is the word discrimination? Like mm-hmm. there's so much um, in every job and just people don't want to work with you because you're different than them. And it's weird. Yeah, I always it's... feel obligated to point out like, Hey, um, my arm's fully mobile. Um when I was working in sales in the past, I would say like, Hey, like I can type faster than a lot of people. I can answer the phone. Uh, you know, just, I can do everything. Like I felt obligated to have to explain yes. myself and that I'm yes. fully capable of working a job. <laughs> so. That's probably one of the things that frustrates me is like having to almost clarify yourself and clarify your abilities and what you are Mm -hmm. able to do just so they would seriously consider you hiring you. Exactly. And if you had two normal functioning arms or looking arms, they would never Mm -hmm. think twice. Right. Um, And I know people are like, Oh, you know, that doesn't really happen or, Oh, you guys are just (laughs) exaggerating. Uh, I promise you we're not. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely um, not. I promise Absolutely you we're not. not. To this we, day, there's no. Me and you could probably record a podcast for eight hours on all the crazy shit we've been told and done and the look. Yes. Like, it, it, it could be a whole, heck, it could be a whole podcast series. I was going to say, we could have like a trauma episode, a whatever yeah. episode, like just a million. Yeah. Yeah, it, school, workplace, like just every avenue of life, dating. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 
Okay. So (laughs) dating, what was your worst dating story? Oh man. Um, I, wow, that's really difficult. Um, is it difficult because you haven't had that many bad experiences or you've had so many bad experiences? I just feel like everyone I've kind of dated has been a bad experience. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, well, I had one guy that told me that I looked retarded um, and that he wanted to buy me a prosthetic. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. My Alexa is going off. Oh, you're fine. I can't even hear it. Kind of like my okay, whole cool. jewel encrusted thumb thing. Here, I'll buy you a prosthetic. Yeah, like he was trying to like fix me and like you know make me presentable to like his family and to like others. And I was like, but that's not something that I want or that I have a problem with about myself. Like I still think you know I'm beautiful. I still think I'm you know well educated. Someone you can introduce to your family. Um, and he was like hell bent on wanting to buy me a prosthesis, and I was like, no. Like that, it was just the weirdest thing ever. Um, but then, I mean, it's just all of the, you know, casual relationships I've had. I've just heard so many times like, oh, you're still sexy or you're still, you know, pretty or whatever, even though you, you know, have your arm. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm still, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm attracted to you even though I'm attracted to you, but like. Exactly. And I'm like, I, why does that make me less attractive or like, um not even a dating story, but just a guy blatantly saying like, Hey, I want to sleep with someone disabled. So. Oh dear. Like, are you, and I was like, why do you, why are you interested in doing that? And also no, like, (laughs) I don't understand. I don't know. Like some people have said that, um, people with a disability should date within the disability community as well. Um, so I've heard that one before. And I was like, I don't know. And, and you think about these things too. You're like, should I? Like, so hang weird. on. So just for the listeners, that would be the equivalent of, let's go back to like the civil rights era going, a black and white person can't date. Exactly. So when you put it in that context, like, obviously they can. Obviously it's totally fine. Like, yep. <sighs> And this but is the, what we're hearing in the, in the two thousands. It's like, yeah. Um, like, okay. This is what we're hearing today in like 2022. This is the shit that we're yeah. still being told. Yeah, exactly. No, it's just, I've always been incredibly self-conscious about showing my arm and just dating in general. Like I, um, you know, I live in the, around Chicago. So like winter here, I pretty much hide my arm yep. because I can. Uh, and I want people to like, get to know me for me and not like, yep think I'm weird right off the bat because people are judgmental and stupid um but like I always worry like I will meet a guy at a bar get his number and like sometimes they don't notice that I have a disability and then like they find out like on our like second or third date and they're like oh my god you weren't like that and I was like what (laughs) I literally had a guy say that to me like you weren't like that when I met you and I was like bro like that was three days ago yes I totally was exactly or like <laughs> people are just so shocked and like that's understandable if like you don't see it because I'm wearing a winter coat or a jacket or yeah. long sleeve but like it's just so weird 
I've been told so that would too. be something I was exactly and that was something I was always afraid of dating too like I would be like do they know you know because like I didn't want someone to be turned off by that because I used to be on all the dating apps and like you know I was like do I have to post a photo of myself like blatantly not that anyone scrolls through all your photos anyway guys are stupid and they just look cute you know so I don't know I got to a point when I was dating Mm-hmm. And also when I met my now husband, that when I finally met them in person, yeah, the, one of the first things I said to my now husband was, yep, I'm Ellie and I don't have 10 fingers. Because to your point, <laughs> you're like, I'm not going to invest my time in this if this is going to be a exactly. problem from the get-go. So we're just going to put it right out there. <laughs> we're just going to throw it in their face. Like this is, yep, yep, 100%. Like I put my hands up and everything and I was like, I don't have 10 fingers. Is that a problem? And he's like, no, <laughs> I love it. We're, we're, we're fine. Right. I was like, okay. Right. But yeah. he's, he's still like, he's like, why did you do that? And I was like, because I wasn't going to yeah. waste time. Because I've had guys like you be like, oh, you weren't like that before. And I was like, yeah. Yep, or like it'd was. be a huge problem or like a, a deal breaker for some yeah. people. Yeah. But then you meet people like your husband and my fiance that are like, well, why would that be an issue? Like, are you crazy? And I'm like, no, it is for some people. Yeah. He still does not understand like that. It was, could ever be like in the past was ever an issue. Like doesn't, can't comprehend that. Um, oh yeah. Right. Because it makes no, like I'm still me. I'm still, it, Ugh. we're not gonna when we're I, not gonna go there when I've uh I, I joked with him I was like at some point you're gonna forget about my arm like I'm gonna be doing something and mm-hmm. you're gonna forget he's like oh, yeah. no that's never gonna happen and I was like oh, no, no well it, it happens all the time it like, does. once you get to know me you totally forget that I'm disabled and yeah. I forget what we were doing I think we were like lifting like a big piece of furniture or something like that <laughs> And he's like, can't you just do that? And I looked at him and I popped my head up and I said, you just forgot. And he's like, oh, fuck. He's like, right? it did and happen. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. He's and like, I'm I... so sorry. Because he was starting to get irritated. <laughs> like, why can't you, you know, turn it this right, way? Like, do your part, pick it up, do the thing. And it's like, what? He felt like, so ow. bad. He felt so bad. But I warned him like the first oh my time God. that I was like, you're going to forget one day. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Everybody forgets, especially those closest to you. They're like, Oh, I forgot. Like they'll ask you to do something or like hand you something or like, yeah, I don't even know what. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Cause we don't forget. I'm like, yeah. But I almost take that as a compliment because then you're seeing me for me and you're not yeah. focused on my disability. So exactly. I've never taken when someone forgets as an insult. No, no. And everyone always like freaks out about it, but yeah, I've definitely taken that as a compliment as well. Um, and I would like get that when I was little too. Like people would be like, oh, like I forgot. Like, and I'd be like, oh, cool. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, like- I took it. I took it too much to heart and I like tried to deliberately hide it for so many yes. years. But, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I definitely went through my phases too, where I was trying to hide it and. Yeah. Uh, it like you, I was like, I, I loved winter and fall because, you know, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Michigan. And yeah, so exactly you know, the, the hoodies, the long sleeves, the things you like that. You can just exist without people asking you questions, pointing, staring. Yep. Yeah. Cause I would want people to be comfortable, you know, like I don't want to freak someone's kid out. Because have you ever happened. freaked a kid out? A hundred percent. I have too. I felt yeah. awful. Like I went home and cried. 
and it, it wasn't right. intentional. It's, like I was trying to freak him out. Like they just saw me and screamed that no. I was a monster. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it just feels, you feel bad about yourself. It's disheartening. You blame yourself, but it's like, yeah, no, like I literally, you should be exposed to people that look different from you. I'm sorry. Your parents haven't had that talk with you or I don't, I don't know, honestly. I was but. at like a, I was a, I was at a friend's house and she was having one of those like painting parties, like on the pallets or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I love those. <laughs> and so, I love the paint. so do I. And so it was like, it was a homeschool one, even though I didn't have any kids. It was yeah. so like kids were there, but then also adults. And so there was mm-hmm. a little kid, a little girl there and her mom and grandma were there, but they were like not paying attention. Yeah. And so she notices my arm and starts asking me all these questions and she's maybe mm-hmm. like eight. Okay. So okay. definitely old enough. She's not like three. Where you like understand. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so she's asking me these questions and, um, well, how, how, why are you born that way? Or why is your arm like that? And, oh yeah. um, well, can't you, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And I'm explaining to Mm -hmm. her and I'm being nice and, you know, kids are curious and I love when kids ask questions. And so I'm hundred percent, I'm okay with this. Well, after 10 minutes of her not stopping, I'm getting to the point that I'm getting irritated and I'm like, nope, I can do that. Nope. I can do that. And my, I know my tone changes and I start to get shorter and I'm looking around and there's other adults hearing what's going on, including the mother and grandmother. And no one is stepping in to help me. Of course. And she, and she's just asking these questions and asking these questions. And it was 15 minutes. It was 15 minutes and she's like, well, you, that looks really weird and you look really weird. And it got oh to God. that point. And I'm like, yeah, it's not weird. I'm just different. And like, I'm trying to educate her while oh also not losing my shit and like being like, where's your fucking mom? Like, See, that's, you're a little asshole. I, I don't even like take the time to educate people. Like I don't have the patience or the lack of like anger. I just would be like, yep. I'm weird, but I can do everything, but I'm fucking weird. Okay. Bye. Like, you know, it's just so, especially for that long. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like, I like going to schools. I like talking to kids. Like I like educating them, but it was this incessant little girl and parents were hearing it and questioning and calling me weird and telling me I couldn't do things for like 15 minutes and no one stepped in. And I'm like, this is awful. It It is is. like someone should have, whether, I mean, obviously it should be the mother, but if not the mother, then, you know, someone else, right. Because clearly it's like an ordeal. It's like happening. Like everyone can hear it. It's like, you're doing a small painting thing. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't like, yeah. So for the most part, I love explaining it to kids. Um, I love that kids ask questions. I get irritated with the parents if the kid's like, oh, what happened to their arm? And the parent's like, shh, don't say that. I know. That was my entire. And like everyone notices. Yeah. Oh, everyone. That is, I've had that reaction in public so more times than I can count. Like it is just, yeah. That's the biggest thing is parents are always like, shh, like don't look, don't say anything. Don't don't be quiet. We'll we'll talk about it at home. And yeah, most of the time I don't say anything. Um, but if I'm feeling feisty, 
I will be like, nope, they can totally ask. And I'll go up to them yeah. and the parents get like this ghost look on their face. I was like, no, no, like, it's okay. Like, and I don't think, they <laughs> no think I'm going to get offended or like what they think is going to happen. And, yeah. like, and so then I would like crouch down if the kid is smaller, be like, so like, what questions do you have? And the parents yeah. just standing there with their mouth open, like, what is oh happening? <laughs> yeah. Like, didn't I get offend someone? Like, and I kind of oh want to look up at them at the parent and be like, do you have any questions? right like should I just open this up to both of you right but so many people so many adults are scared to ask questions too and I think that's interesting because I would rather you ask me a question than you know everyone says like oh yeah I was like thinking about it but I was like so scared to ask you and I'm like why have you been sitting in like this anxiety of like whether or not you should ask me if I was born like this or if I you know had an accident like why like just do it I'm your friend so just like I would want to know if I saw someone that's different than me, like, oh, like, hey, what happened? If anything. Right. Like, it's not an offensive question. It's just genuine curiosity. If it's genuine curiosity and you're not being an asshole, you can ask me any question you want within reason. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I have to put that within reason at the end, you know. But yep. within reason, <laughs> I, how do I tie my shoes? Yeah. How do I put my hair up? Like, you want to ask me a question and you're not being a dick? Sure. You can ask me. Um, exactly. But if you come at me with a tone that, you think I'm obligated to answer you or tell me that I must answer you? No. you mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously. No, right away. Like, oh my God. The amount of people that have been impressed that I can put my hair in a ponytail. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's not impressive, but thank you. Okay. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when people say it's impressive or inspirational or whatever, when I do the stupidest shit, like tying my shoes or putting my hair up in a ponytail, I'm like, yeah. is this how two-year-olds feel? That when we get all I'm excited, in. like, is, is this how they feel? Should we not be doing that? Because that's kind of how right. I feel like you're treating me right now. Exactly. Like, just, it's like how everyone nowadays can't lose things and you have to give every kid a medal and like cheer yes. for everyone. I'm like, okay. Like you participated, like, yeah, but you're supposed to, that's kind of required. That's the bare minimum yeah. uh, of the sport you're in or whatever you're doing, but great job. My niece, oh my God, this is completely random, but she had a piano recital several years back when I was in college. Um, she never practiced. It was the worst thing ever. It was horrible. It was hysterical. Um, and she came out and my brother and his wife were just like, oh my God, you were so good. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh my God. It was just, it was funny. But that's what I thought of. Yeah, that, uh, depending upon my relationship with them, because I don't sugarcoat things, even if it's for kids, I will make it age appropriate, but I don't sugarcoat it. Right. I would have been like, was that really your best work? Oh my God. I don't have the heart to say that. I will say that to adults hundred percent, but kids, no, it, it would depend on my relationship with the kid. If I didn't see him that's that true. often that's or things true. like that. Um, but if I saw them, you know, on a regular basis, you know, a few times You'd be a like, week, why? Yeah. And do better. <laughs> well, and being like, I know you haven't practiced in a week, like in things like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll say that to you. I like to say the, go ahead. No, I would say obviously not like a five-year-old, but like someone who's older and knows responsibility. Yeah, exactly. What were you saying? Mm, I'm trying to think. I oh, I like to go like the sort of passive. I wouldn't say it's passive aggressive, but just like the, where you make a comment like, oh, like you should be practicing more or like you should do that more or something, you know, like implying that it sucked without saying it sucked. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've but no, I've go ahead. Getting back on topic, like it's just so weird because like with having a little arm, I've I have so many like fears about the future. Because like when I was little, I was made fun of so much bullied, whatever everyone says, you're hiding your arm in your sleeve, which when I would take it out, they still would say, I don't get it. Um, Some of them would anyway, but I've always feared like being a mom and like, what if people don't like my kids because they have a weird, scary mom. And I'm like, but I totally have a dream of, I can't wait to be a mom, you know? And I can't wait to have kids and like be the one that takes them to all their sports and everything and like be super involved. So, but I would never want to like hinder my kids relationships or like fuck up their life or something. So that was, yeah, I don't know. I've had that battle, which makes, I was like worried about that when I was like 18, you know, I don't know. For the viewers, because you can't see me because this is audio. I have been shaking my head vigorously the entire time she's been talking about this. Um, yep. exactly, exactly those things of desperately want to be a mom also terrified of being that mom and rooting their relationships or having them be made fun of because of me. Um, yeah, like absolutely terrified, absolutely yep. terrified. Yep. The, but I also feel like the fact that we're concerned about that or even think about that or consider that I basically tell myself, and maybe I'm just telling myself this and it's not true. I don't know. Um, that means I would be a good mom. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't have kids of my own yet. And I do, yeah. I, I do worry about that. Yeah. I think it's normal. And I mean, honestly, like it's one of those things, like you wouldn't want, you know, your kids or your friends to, have that person in their life if they don't accept people that are different anyway in the first place like especially after you explain True. it like it's one thing for them to be like scared initially and be like making fun of but if you don't like fix it and kind of like explain or teach and turn it into like a lesson then that's mm-hmm. when it gets like yeah but I don't know like I'm not even worried about how I'm going to be a mom with one hand like I literally like I'll figure out how to carry the damn kid and how to do everything yeah I'm just worried about their like life and their friends and what I look like. So I don't know where that puts my priorities, but I don't, I mean, I'm right with you. So, you know, I don't know where that puts my priorities either, but since (laughs) I'm totally on board with everything that you're saying, uh, you're not alone is what I can say at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's, I feel like these are the things that aren't talked about. They're not, No, they're not they're not talked about, they're not discussed. And, um, it just, honestly, I'm glad you brought that up because I've, I've had that fear for the longest time. And yeah, like like you said, like, even when I was a teenager, um, in high school, like, oh my God, like, what if my kids get made fun of simply because of me? And I've also struggled with, because depending upon which doctor I talk to, I was told mm-hmm. I had like a 0.3 to a 50% chance of having a baby born like me. Yeah. So I struggled for the longest time of, well, if I get pregnant and have a kid and they're born disabled, that's my fault. Cause then I chose to have a kid. I knew the risks. Should I have not had oh a kid? God. Like, 
these are the things that that's horrible I've had to wrestle with because for me it's yeah. not just my hand it's my heart too and I'm like mm-hmm. well fuck like and so it I mean there it's it's heavy shit right it's heavy shit that it's weighs on so you. beyond yeah and it's just crazy to have to think like that because like you obviously love being alive and living your life and you know everything you have a great life yep from what I can tell I mean that's assumptive but you know nope I, I, um, I for the most part like everyone has their good and bad days but right. I love my life uh, that, that's 100%, a exactly so that's what your your child would also feel or express if they had the same disabilities like it would be the same thing like I'm yeah and like you said you'd be able to help them navigate it so yeah this turned into a mini therapy session and I appreciate you <laughs> oh my gosh I <laughs> Yeah, I actually had therapy this morning, so <laughs> that's funny. But it's for me, <laughs> I, I mean, I could go to a therapist and be like, yeah, I'm concerned about this. But yeah. let's be honest for a second. If they're completely able-bodied, are they going to understand what I'm talking about? No, no I literally just, no. I I just like to talk. I think like I I struggled with feeling like a burden to other people that don't understand what it's like. Cause I just feel like my, everyone invalidates any of my concerns or issues, or they don't get why it takes me like hours to get dressed or why I'm like scared to show my arm, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that, I think that's why I've always had a therapist, um, along with, you know, other reasons of needing one, whatever, but yeah, my therapist can't understand it from that point, but I don't know. She's like barely older than me. And I just love like venting to someone for an hour. <laughs> so I think it's, I think it's helpful in that respect, but yeah, it is weird. Cause she, I do have to like over explain and kind of, but I feel like I'm kind of teaching her stuff too. Like, so if she ever did run into someone, you know, whether it be another client or anything, she can be like, Hey, yeah. Like I know that you might have this experience or whatever issues uh, relating to that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I talked to a, with a counselor for years and, you know, I mm-hmm. highly recommend them for people who are stressed or have anxiety or just like to you said, uh, need someone to vent to. Um, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. There's nothing, there's no shame in asking for help. And for me, that was one thing I also struggled with too, because I would feel like a burden. Mm-hmm. And so I felt I had to do everything myself. And if I asked for help, yes. I was weak. I, oh my God, I've battled that so, so much for probably all the years of my life it's this horrible thing because like you have to remind yourself like people like to help other people it makes them feel good and it alleviates some of the stress we put on ourselves but I'm always like trying to do everything myself to prove to who like to prove to myself to prove to a stranger that I can like do this myself like it's just you don't have to do everything by yourself it's crazy yeah there's been a couple times that like my husband's had to help me do something. Um, yeah. Cause like, while I can like cut up a steak or cut up chicken or whatever like that, I don't cut any of my food. It's hard. Like it is. So I can it takes do longer. it longer. It takes yeah. longer and it's a pain in the ass. Right. And exactly. Like I'm capable, but do I want to spend the time when you could do it really quickly for me? No. Right. And so what I find is like, if I'm already irritated about something or feeling self-conscious, I'll get into this, like, no, I have to do it myself. And my husband's looked at me before and been like, I don't know what you're trying to prove or who you're trying to prove it to, but why don't you just let me cut up your food? Like, it's fine. We're home. Like, (laughs) yeah, who's going to know? Like, it's fine. Literally. I don't know why we like 
I experienced the same thing. Like, I don't know why I get so upset about not being able to do something, especially if someone's there to help. Like I understand when I'm at home by myself, you know, like I lived alone in college. Um, so if I couldn't do something, I was like, fucked, you know, if I can't, Yeah. but I've literally had breakdowns over like not being able to get a necklace class because I just, you know, go into this whole spiral of like, well, why am I disabled? I should be able to put on a necklace. Like just, Oh my God. Everyone else can do this. Why can't I do this? And And it's so small and irrelevant. Yep. hundred percent. Oh my God. It's just crazy. But yeah, I've literally just like lost my shit over like small things like that. Um, Opening things is funny when I only have corked wine. That's funny. Uh, And I'm by myself, but (laughs) yeah. When I have to open anything that has like a screw top. So my water bottle, um, a a jar, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I basically have to crouch down on the ground, put it between my legs, like my upper thighs and like twist yeah. them. And sometimes yeah. I can do it standing. And so um, think of the dirt, like it looks very phallic down there for a second. Um, mm-hmm. But I, like, that's how, but I that's how enough, you do it. Yeah. That's how I have enough leverage and tension. That's how you hold it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I know exactly just, what you mean but that's how I do it. And some people are like, why, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm opening this. Yeah. And I'm like, well, do you want me to help you? I'm like, no, like I actually, I can do it and yeah. I'll do it. And I don't you know, mind doing it. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I totally understand the whole losing your shit over something totally stupid and having this spiral moment of basically that mini pity party of why me, this is stupid. I don't want to be this way. I shouldn't be asking for help. Like, yeah. But it's funny because as an adult, that's completely shifted for me because like when I was younger, I always had to like prove myself and like not be weak, like you said, but I could have gotten out of anything when I was younger. Like, oh yeah, they pulled me out of like a uh, computer skills class. Um, Cause you know, they didn't want me typing. Um, they tried to pull me out of like some things in gym, but like I would do it and embarrass myself anyway, like the pull-up bar, because I was like, no, like I'm normal, whatever. But like nowadays, I'm like, let me just like, I don't want to say like milk it or like milk the stupidity of people. But like, now I'm not like afraid to ask for help. Um, and I welcome it. Like now I, I figured out that um, if you have a disability, you can board first on planes. That's yep, my new favorite thing to do. Oh, yeah. That's my great. new, I feel like so important. It's just like fun. Like, I think I'm like so cool. Um so now I stopped checking my luggage and I have someone help me and everyone is super nice. Um, but yeah, I never thought I was like disabled enough. Exactly. Like, Like, isn't that funny how you don't feel disabled (laughs) enough? Like who qualifies how disabled you are? Exactly. I can't even like, I know a lot of people that have disabilities that you can't see, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's like a chronic illness or anything. And I feel like it's so hard because people just always invalidate you and they're like you're fine you look fine and it's like no like I need extra help or I need I'm parking handicapped for a reason like it's just crazy yeah I have a uh, handicapped parking sticker one because of my hand two uh because of my arm because pushing a shopping cart when it's empty is okay but if it's really heavy trying to steer it one-handed while possible I could I, I I have hurt myself Right. Um, 
so I don't, I don't use it all the time. I, in fact, yeah. I rarely use it, but I have it in case I need it. I'm a bad person. I use mine often. Whatever. I, like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> no, I know. I just wanted to, I just wanted to announce that. Okay. But you're not a bad person. Like I, I also oh, want to clarify mean. that too. Thanks. But I've had people uh, be like, oh, well, why do you have a handicap sticker? And I'd be like, yeah. I don't have business. to tell you. Well, I don't think you actually need it. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, right. Like fact is I have it anyway, whether you like it or not. So yeah. Like who are you to tell me that I should or shouldn't have one or tell me that I have to explain to you why I have one? No, no, right. I don't. Because to your point, it could have been a quote unquote invisible illness. If someone yeah. has a heart problem, they may look okay, but inside they're not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, there's a whole thing where people don't think you're disabled enough or you're too disabled. Like there's no, like you're always in like a strange in between Yeah, in people's eyes. And it's like, what? Yeah. Cause and, people and- are always like, oh, like you're basically able-bodied, like you're good, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're fine. And then everybody else is like, no, you're disabled. I'm going to discriminate against you and you can't do this job, have this promotion, have this, whatever. And it's like, which one is it? (laughs) Well, and I feel like it's so different too. And it can, for the same person, it can be situational dependent of, well, you sell, you say that you can do stuff. So are you really disabled? And then at the same time, it's, well, you're disabled or too disabled for, to your point to get a promotion. And I'm like, yeah, pick one. And also, exactly. who the fuck are you? Right? 100%. I'm like, um, no, but again, everyone has an opinion and it fucks with your head until you realize it does. Oh, maybe I shouldn't let everyone fuck with my head. Yeah. And then one day you're in your later 20s and you're like, oh shit, I could have been a lot more at peace with myself a long time ago if I just didn't care about what people make stupid comments about. Yeah. If I didn't care so much what people thought, I would have been so much happier. Yeah, absolutely. And Me in, too. In, in full disclosure, though, I still have days where, you know, someone says something stupid. I was at mm-hmm. a store asking for advice on a item I was purchasing and yeah. how to carry that item. And the guy was a total asshole. And he's like, well, why can't yep. you do this? And why can't you do this? And I kept saying, I perform this activity one handed. Um, yeah pretend I don't have a left arm. Why can't you do this? And why can't you do this? And I got in right. the car afterwards and my husband could tell I was getting super irritated. And I just, mm-hmm. I broke down crying because I was yeah. like, I shouldn't have to explain myself, but I felt like I had to explain myself. And, you know, yeah. he wasn't listening to me. And I told my husband and I was like, you know, if there's a hundred percent, I'm 99% mad at this guy, but I'm also 1% mad at you because you, I felt like you didn't stand up for me. Yeah. And I, and He's like, well, I didn't know. And I was like, to be fair, like I said, it's 1% out of this whole situation that you never experienced something like this with me before, Mm -hmm. but please recognize this is something I experience not on a regular basis, but often enough that I have multiple stories. Exactly. And it's something you should not only be aware of, but kind of know how to like handle, I guess, or like, yeah. Yeah. It just going back like like you said everyone has this opinion on how disabled you are and if you're disabled enough and what that means to them and and it's funny when it's not good enough for people to warrant an explanation of how to use something with one hand like okay 
yeah, I, I feel like people have an opinion on everything, but they particularly like to have opinions on other people's business. Mm -hmm. And if what you're doing in your life doesn't align with what they believe, well, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Even though they don't have the disability and have no idea. Exactly. It's crazy. So, I mean, that's been a whole relearning thing. I'm just giving myself slack and I can't think of the word, but almost like self-love or um, just understanding and compassion for yourself and also understanding that people are stupid. (laughs) Oh, I've, that's my, I've just learned that so much in the past three years. Everyone is stupid. That's what I've concluded. Yeah. Including my um, fiance. I love him so much, but it's funny because I want him to be like so much more in tune to me having one arm, but like, it's not a big deal to him. So like, if we're at like a party or something, like he won't like get me a plate of food or something. And I'll be like, you should like know to do that because I'm fucking disabled. Like, I hate buffets. And it's, it's, I like, hate funny. buffets. Right. They're the worst. I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want to do this. So then I usually just get angry and I like make a snarky remark. And it's kind of funny because I'm just like, are you fucking stupid? Like I have one hand go do shit for me. Uh, I'm uncomfortable because I do get uncomfortable around like strangers, yeah. and, like whatever, because they're all going to have their opinions. Yep. But I'm like, yeah, you said I, it's I your left arm, and right? I want, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about drive-throughs? Um, I mean, okay, I'm okay with them. Like, I always have to like put my car in park. I think a lot of people don't park their car. Um, I always like freak out and take money out way before I'm even close to the damn place. Um, usually don't put my seatbelt back on because I don't want to sit in the drive-thru for too long. Um, Cause I have to unbuckle myself to like, obviously reach over myself to, to the window. Um, same with opening my um, apartment complex's gate. Like I'm always like panicked, like trying to get my key fob like over there and like reach. Oh my God. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I don't it- know. I, I personally hate drive throughs I hate drive up ATMs, things like that. Like I will much yeah, rather no. get out of my car because it's a pain in the butt. And then they're like yeah. looking at you like, why are you reaching across and not just using two hands? Yeah. And like, you can just tell, you can tell that they're staring and, and they're confused and they're confused and they're kind of judging. And so then part yep. of me wants to have to explain and then part of me doesn't want to explain. And so I just hate drive throughs <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. I mean, sometimes now that I'm like more comfortable with myself, I will like purposefully try to get people to like notice my limb difference. So they don't like give me a weird look or something, you know? So it's like here, it's blatantly obvious why I'm like bending over to this side. And like, yeah, I'm literally demonstrating it in my room right now, but you can't see because we're doing a voice thing, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that too. We're like, someone's being an idiot not understanding why I'm doing something the way I am and I'll mm-hmm. try and make it super obvious like I'll put my hands up by my face and wiggle my fingers literally and- yep exactly and then they <laughs> I'm go the oh. same way yeah that yeah. that oh noise that they make oh oh I know I know um, they're like oh shit like I, I don't know people are just so like scared to offend you too uh, if they're not the asshole ones they're like so afraid of you and like what they're going to say to you or if our feelings are going to be hurt it's just I don't know if you had to choose and there was only ever two interactions either people are assholes or they're so afraid of offending you and that was the one reaction you had to get for the rest of your life what would you choose oh my god um (laughs) 
initially, okay, initially my crazy mind said assholes because at this point I would just give it back to him and be like, fuck you, like you're ugly as fuck. So, <laughs> you know, like I think yeah. I would just like be able to give it back. Um, but then again, I'm super sensitive and would totally like cry about it too. So that's probably not a good plan. Um, yeah, so probably the other one. <laughs> yeah, I would <laughs> but, agree with that. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. Like it depends on the day. It depends on my mood. It depends Absolutely. how I'm feeling. Like I... I mean, obviously I'm at like such a stable point in my life. So I feel like that contributes a lot to me loving myself. Like as much as they say, like, love yourself first, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm definitely better at loving myself when someone else actively loves me. And that's for me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And not to uh, discount my parents or your parents or things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But your parents loving you, I feel like they're kind of forced to do that. And so 100%. it's not the same as being in a relationship and having someone who loves you for you in that way. Exactly. I, or I friends or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What I want to know, and this is totally random, is how able-bodied people like explain us in our disabilities to their respective families if they're like introducing us or just even to like friends families like I've always wondered like you know when you're going to meet someone's family or something like did they say anything about me did they tell them like did they I've like always wondered that and I don't know how I would approach it um on the flip side if it was me trying to explain like hey like just so you know my you know so-and-so's disabled like don't be like shocked when you see that I don't know I think I remember asking my husband if he like warned his mom and things like that. Right. And my mom's older. Yeah. And he's like, no, okay. why would I? And, I? and part of me is like, oh, that's sweet because you didn't think you had to. But also, why do They're gonna you be caught off guard. have to? Because that's going to be a topic of com- – it potentially could be a topic of conversation. Um, yeah. And so I feel like your fiance is kind of like my husband in the very much – is so normal to them or they just really don't care that they can't even understand why we're asking some of the questions that we are exactly but it's like it makes so much sense to us because we've experienced it that I don't know I was so scared that my fiance did not know I had one arm uh when we were going to go out on our first date because he was so comfortable with it like I met him at my girlfriend's birthday party. Um, so we were both drunk. We exchanged numbers, you know, we talked for a while, but it was winter. So jacket and the whole ordeal. Um, and the next day he was like, I'm going to take you to play pool. Like we're going to go do billiards. And I was like, fuck, like, does he know? Same reaction. (laughs) I was scared shitless. I was like, he doesn't know. Like me thinking I'm all like mysterious and like hiding shit. Like, meanwhile, I'm totally open on social media and like whatever. And like, I mean, I think you can still tell when I have a jacket on, like you're with me for long enough. You can kind of like, I don't know, but no, he was just so comfortable. Like, yeah, I I really want to show you how to do it. Like, it's really easy with one hand. Like, here's how you do it. And I was like, oh, that's not like weird. (laughs) Or like, he was just so like ready to just like show me how to do it because he loved doing it. And I was like, oh, because most people just like assume we can't or just don't want to find a way to help us adapt to something and just shut it down. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, it's always really people go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, it's always really weird because, um, I sort of try to hide my arm when I meet, um, any of like my dad's friends, 
because he's a professional golf teacher. So everyone like asked me like, oh, like, do you golf? And it's kind of just like my answer in general is like, no, because I'm disabled. But then now I see like a million one-armed um, like golfers. Like you can totally do it. I just like always assumed I couldn't and never did. Um, so I'm just kind of always like, oh no, like I suck at it. Ha ha ha. But like, actually like I, I don't, cause I don't want to try it with one arm. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I've tried golfing with one arm and I'm not very good. So I stopped. <laughs> I'm so bad. I, oh, I feel so embarrassed when I'm really bad at like sports or something like this isn't even a sport, but I hate beyond hate laser tag. Okay. Yeah. Because Why? they always have, we always did it like growing up. Right. And people, one of my friends wants to do it for her birthday next week. I was like, yeah, no, that's not fucking happening. Um, but I hate it because like, they always had the type where you had to have both hands on the gun for it to sense any of your shooting and stuff. So I would just always like go in, pretend play and like have zero as my score and be like so angry. Um, but yeah. So I've never played laser tag, so I didn't know that, but so I feel like everyone these days is offended by everything. Yeah. And so sometimes some, someone will be offended by something stupid and they'll see it like online. And I've been like, you know, the paper towels dispenser say pull with two hands and they have five fingers on each hand. I'm offended. And I've looked (laughs) at people and they'd be like, wait, seriously? I was like, no, that's stupid. I was like, that's like me being offended because, you know, every pair of gloves has five fingers on each hand. Like, exactly. I'm like, okay. But, oh yeah, it's just, it's funny. It's silly, honestly. But I would get annoyed about laser tag if that was the case. I've never played, so I don't know. Um, it's horrible. <laughs> but I know sometimes, like, the sinks that have, like, the sensors and stuff, they don't. Oh, my God. They don't work for me. No, they don't work. I, like, try to, like, stretch out my hand to, like, kind of make it, like, as if I had two hands in front of it. But, like, it doesn't fucking go on and they're everywhere. Um, same with soap dispensers that are super long, like the long metal stick ones. Yep. Those are fucking hard. And I'm like, cool. I'll yeah. just be unsanitary over here. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I watch the person next to me, like their sink works. So I go, oh, maybe it's just my sink. So they leave and I go to the sink that was working for them. Yeah. And it doesn't work for me. And, and it's like, the same. Th- yeah. I'm like, like, oh, this sucks. It's me. Nice. It, it, it's me. It doesn't like the fact I don't have 10 fingers. This is stupid. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, um, okay, that's fine. <gasps> oh. Catherine, I appreciate you talking to me. This was so much fun. I needed this. Yeah, I appreciate this, it. Too. <laughs> this was great. I hope that you forgot at some point that we were recording and it was just like us chatting. Cause I think we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was great. This was fun. I love um, it. If people, if you're comfortable with it, can people find you on Instagram? Yes, that's fine. How um, can I put it in the show notes? Yes. Okay. It's so, just my full name. Well, not my middle name, but Catherine Amy McCain. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I will make sure that's in the show notes. If you want to reach out to her, um, no devotees, no creeps. You will be blocked. That's the only thing. Yeah. If you, if you tell me some strange provocative things, I will hit block. But other than that, questions are welcome. 
yes questions are welcome um just Friends don't be a dick yeah and uh yeah thank you everyone for joining me on this another episode of speed bumps and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful day